you unplugged it? Sparking up a heater? What? You've reached your destination. Welcome to Harmonic Headspace. Music for your psyche. Let's do this! Yeah, that's right. Do the wave. Do the worm. Do what you were doing, Storzy. <laughs> we got dancing in here already, and we haven't said a word. Welcome to Harmonic Headspace. We are the icing to the cake that is your weekend. It's been a couple weeks. We're back. We're healthy. Yeah. We are in state, and we're ready to rock. Yeah, and we got Storzy back, too. It's been like uh, over a month, I think. It's been a while. Thanks yeah, for we, we, have, we have a full squad here. It's nice. Yeah. Yes, this is the full squad. Yep, the, tri- the, the triangle offense. The, I'm ready for this. A lineup. Love it. Uh, cool. Welcome. Uh, welcome to Harmonic Headspace. You know what we do here. We play music and talk about shit. Uh, and two weeks ago, we did. Uh, we had no Storzy and no Astro. And but we did have uh, a couple weird dudes in. Um, we had uh, a DJ that will remain nameless. <laughs> no, uh, Mr. Mike was in here. He was awesome. Uh, he does Friday uh, Friday night. Um, what's it called? The not the Headbangers Ball, but uh, something like that. The takeover. The takeover. Yes. The Headbangers Ball. Uh, it's very much like the Headbangers Ball because it's all about metal. And, uh, I mean, he knows a lot about metal. He's, he's good, and that's kind of his thing. Do you remember the host of Headbangers Ball? Ricky Rackman. Yeah, Ricky Rackman. Of course. I used to uh, record Headbangers Ball every Saturday. Oh. Man, I love that yeah. show. That guy's name's parked in some <clears throat> part of my brain. I'll never forget Ricky Rackman. Nice. I so, wish I listened 120 minutes more than I, than I did... Uh, Headbangers Ball, or at least the same. I never, hardly ever watched that show. I think I that was, I wasn't ready for that yet. Yeah, I didn't see it. I never saw that. It was all the al- alternative stuff, like true oh. alternative, oh, like nice. before grunge came out when there was like, alternative. Nice. Uh, no, but uh, Lachance, Mike Lachance is the he's the man. He's hilarious. Uh, and I had my buddy Mark in, who is also a metalhead and is one of the funniest dudes I know. And they were awesome. Dude, you had a rip-roaring show. I listened to it. Uh, I was on vacation last week, actually, in uh, North Carolina with the family. And uh, at the airport, I was listening. We had a we had a long delay. It was over four hours. Ooh. So I listened to the entire long show. Yeah. And uh, it was good, man. You guys went like almost three hours. Yeah. Uh, playing a lot of metal, talking a lot of shit. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. Uh, and I hope uh, all of our listeners did, too. Uh, tonight we are back and uh, we have something uh, kind of something new that we've been doing lately and not deep dives not like things that are about technical like producers or anything like that just like kind of a light uh, a light topic so tonight we're doing the elements the elements and you know honestly this is when we were talking about putting the show together one of the things I wanted to do is sort of have a show where a lot of it was somebody throws out a random idea or a topic or something and then our challenge is okay let's let's find songs that tie into this yeah you came uh, up with this a long time ago a long time ago this yeah. has been sitting in the drawer for probably almost a year yeah um because this is just one of the things that i think like i wish we could just get like a randomized you know concept thrown at us and give us like a day to pull a show together like that would be fun well we could go into the archives of all the listeners the the 
thousands and thousands of requests that we have. Yeah, right, I mean, right. That would take too. That would take a long. Well, time. Well, we, we have they ha they make relational databases now, so yeah. we don't have to worry about uh, Excel chugging along trying to right. get all the requests in there. So it, specifically, elements. We're not. It's not a song called Strontium. Like we're <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about like things that happen in the world, such as wind, lightning, thunder. Yeah, I mean, I avalanches, think, yeah. volcanoes, yeah. you know, you, I think like, you, you have your standard elements, like, yeah. you know, fire, water, yeah. earth, and air, yeah. air, wind, uh, however you want to call it. And there's derivatives of those that exactly. are caused yeah. in nature. And that mm -hmm. is, that like is you said, thunder, lightning, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be the name of the song has fire in it. It can be a lyric about that. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Something. Yeah. Some kind of thing. Could be an existential idea. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get existential right now with some Duran Duran.
All right, welcome back. Harmonic Headspace. Hope you enjoyed those tunes. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Give us some ideas. Uh, this is an easy uh, type of show for people to throw ideas out for us. Call our Abrews listener line at 617-829-9283. If you're shy and you just want to throw a request out there but you don't want to necessarily talk, hit our text line at 617-764-9283. So uh, we had... a. Uh, Three songs there from three decades. We had Duran Duran's doing Planet Earth from the 80s, followed by Primus doing The Air is Getting Slippery from the 90s, and The Wailers with Slave Driver from way back in 1973. Uh, those are some fun tunes. Uh, they they hold together very oddly, but very very well, in my opinion. Um, Duran Duran, man. We were talking earlier when, this, when the song was playing. All three of us just spontaneously like, I love Duran Duran. Uh, yeah. And it's kind of funny because... Yeah. You know, the the concept of like a band like Duran Duran and a lot of other bands from the 80s that really embraced the 80s sound, in my opinion, sounded pretty stale and people didn't want to listen to that stuff come 95, um, let alone, you know, later than that. And I think they went out of fashion for a while. And most of these bands just died off, to be honest. But you see bands like Duran Duran and similarly, but from from a different angle in the genre, Bon Jovi, uh, sort of making their way through the woods of the 90s and the aughts and then sort of still being a thing it's like fashion it comes back around i mean i hear i hear the duran duran sound now and i'm like i i i'd like more of this now totally yeah uh, you know it, what it, time went by and we didn't hear it for a while and right yeah. yeah you know what i think happened and what i think happens is so you have the genre the the decade right the decade happens and then something new comes along and so mm -hmm. duran duran were squashed by grunge right and in the and new harder rock and just and like duran duran squashed disco I yeah, mean, yeah. All, everybody does so something. So yeah. what happens is when those yeah. new bands come in, um, everyone's like, oh, I don't want to hear more Duran Duran anymore. I've been hearing this for 10 years. Right. I'm going to this. But then, so that's why it happens because th that's what they've been hearing for their life during that 10 year span. But now for us, we're like, do you remember that decade when yeah. we had all that awesome new music like yeah. Duran Duran? We can appreciate it that much they more. They had now. a hit in the 90s, though. They Didn't did they? Uh, ordinary world. It was yeah. a huge hit. Yeah, it was from a movie or something. Um, I, think, I, I don't. Think. I don't know. Maybe I think uh, you're thinking of the cinematic video they made for it. Yeah, but maybe that's what. <laughs> maybe that's it. It was a sweeping song. It was I definitely. Like, yeah. I liked what you said there with the Duran Duran killed disco and then grunge killed Duran Duran. Like yeah. something always swallows. Uh, there's always a bigger fish. Well, right? and like, I think I skipped mm -hmm. something. I think punk actually killed disco and then new wave killed punk we should have uh, yeah. that's a great show who killed who yeah <laughs> yes that's a punk great show. in the conservatory with the yeah. roman candle what do you think next week who killed who who killed who uh yeah maybe we'll I, see let's I workshop like it. it during the breaks we'll, we'll workshop right, it nice so uh, that was duran duran planet earth uh after that was uh the air is getting slippery and uh that's man hilarious. i love that tune and you know it's you know, it's there less every single verse ends with him about to say fuck and then it, he just doesn't it, say it. It's just silly Primus and it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if the air could get slippery? I mean, just think about a world where that's possible. Well, it would have to be quite humid for that to happen. Oh, We're getting there, I guess, though. Nice. Uh, and then we follow that up with uh, the Whalers with Slave Driver. Uh, it doesn't have any elements in the title, but, you know, Catch a Fire uh, is basically. You know, yeah. it's it's off the album Catch a Fire is their first have, album. Have you seen the um 
that uh, documentary. It was like a series that they did a documentary on the making of Catch a Fire. And it's a wonderful story of Bob Marley. So they basically, they recorded the album with just the Whalers, and then they went to the studio. And they had all these studio musicians and, and trying to dress up the album. And there's this one story during Concrete jun Jungle, there's this like pedal guitar, and he just, the guitar player just let the note hang for a long time. And if you listen to the song, next time you, you'll, you'll recognize what I mean. Um, it just blends right back into the song so well. And Bob Marley, he, the, the producer who was being interviewed, was like Bob Marley was like dancing around the studio. That's awesome. He liked it. Can you imagine how much he might have not liked it though? Like I messing with my song. Like this is I, I'm done. I wrote the song. We recorded it. What you know? Why why are you having all these other guitars? But he ended up embracing it. You know? Well, the funny thing with the Whalers is like you know they signed with Island Records, which interestingly enough isn't Jamaica, the island. It's uh, it's uh, England. Uh, and Chris Blackwell was the producer who signed them, and most of the time, like when you have that type of interference where like they take, okay, here's a fully formed album that this band put together on their own, and they're going to put accoutrements around it and stuff, it usually ends up killing it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But it really worked, and it, it took that reggae sound and turned it into more of a you know a global type. Yeah, it was just like accents here and there. A little accents you know? to make it more yeah. rocky-ish yep. type, and it really worked. Um, and then they kept fiddling with it and they pulled bob marley out front and you know the band basically split up at that point but at that point it was all bob anyway so they just yeah. moved forward and peter tosh did his own thing and bonnie whaler did his own thing but uh yeah we had those first those two albums by the whalers catch a fire and uh uh burning second one before it all broke up nice uh all right are we jumping back in let's play some tunes Stop 
at the small details in the mirror of embarrassment.
Right, that was Colonel Bruce Hampton in the Aquarium Rescue Unit, Rescue Unit, with no egos underwater. You remember Colonel Bruce from college, right? Of course. The Colonel, man, he was a fucking legend, jam band legend. Uh, he had a band called the, Ham- the Hampton Grease Band out in like the late sixties, early seventies. As crazy as you would think they would be, that's what they were. And uh, Colonel, he actually died on stage. He's no, one, of, one of the few artists, uh, or at least a few that I'm aware of, who actually died on stage. Well, he was old when we first heard he him. He was old when we first heard him. He was yeah. old during the 90s here. I mean, yeah. Like I said, he was in a band like in 1970. Is he a uh, singer? He was a singer, yeah. And he uh, he was on stage. It was actually, I think it was for his 70th or 75th birthday uh, uh, concert. Well, he, Trip, you know, his tribute. he would have had to have had a military career. You don't just become a colonel. I mean, uh, well, yeah. you know, certain, you know, uh, gen- gentlemen from the South, uh, you know, a certain <laughs> time era, it didn't really necessarily matter if you're in the Patterson yeah, Hood I mean, gives a nice Sergeant straw. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think he was promoted. So uh, that was ARU. Uh, so interesting alumni, uh, Jimmy Herring, uh, who played in the Allman Brothers, uh, I think when uh, Warren Haynes left to do Government Mule full time. Uh, was from Aquarium Rescue Unit. He's actually now the lead guitarist in um, Widespread Panic, uh, nice. Jimmy Herring. Wow. 
And uh, also Otil Burbage was the uh, bass player uh, who uh, now he played with the Allman Brothers as well yep. when Alan Woody left to focus on Government Mule and now he uh, plays in Dead & Company. Otil, man. Mm-hmm. Some action. Uh, previously to that, we had uh, the Mighty Imperials with Jody's Walk. Yeah, so that, the way that's connected is the album is called Thunder Chicken. There it is. So Thunder, Thunder. Chicken. Yeah. So that's how I connected. I just wanted to play that song because I love that song. It's just <laughs> nice. a fun song to hear. It's not a long song. It's no words or anything. It's just like just jumpy and yeah, quick, yeah. a quick bouncy yeah. uh, jazz funk instrumental. I'm I like ne- the reach too. No. I like yeah. the far reach. Yeah, that was a reach. It was Plucked a desperate reach. That was a reach. You Plucked that thunder chicken right in. <laughs> you could have been trying to reach and say, "Well, chicken, you know, they live on the earth." You can, you know. <laughs> but I thunder. Guess, thunder. Uh, and then we started off with Los Lobos with Can't Stop the Rain. They have a few rain songs. Uh, you know, they're all really good, but this is the one I wanted to play. It's got a little funky uh, little number to it. So, The Wolves. It wasn't that one of your favorite bands of all time? Yeah. You? I, yeah. S- I still love Los Lobos. Yeah, I remember them coming around like a couple of years ago, and you're like, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, and they, they played Woodstock 99 as well. You didn't see that in the documentary, but uh, uh, as did Elvis Costello. He, he, all these artists played uh, uh, Mickey Hart and Planet Drum. They didn't uh, mention, String Cheese. No, uh, String Cheese incident played, I think. They didn't mention wow. any of those guys. They just showed Willie Nelson up there. That's yeah. it. The way that he put the documentary together, you'd think it was all heavy metal. Well, that's and it, then there's like, Willie Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> we were talking about the, the documentary about Woodstock 99 called yeah. Trainwreck that came out kind of recently what did it come out recently or is it yeah just, no it just came uh, out just came just out came yeah out. really good really interesting and uh uh kind of chatting about that and how it we can't believe like what transpired in that you know it's insane i mean they wouldn't even let fat boy slim finish his set i mean come on he had they had to send somebody for his records laugh after they uh scurried him out of there yeah. like i can't need my records or i'll be nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so one thing that i took away from that is i mean it was obviously about the train wreck in that everybody um was just not I mean, the place not was misbehaved. destroyed misbehaved yeah i mean like I mean, there were rapes and just yeah. like it was horrible um human decency uh, but one one thing I took of it um, from that's not that is the hugeness of corn, and uh, like I, I'm not a corn fan, but I, I hear a lot about them. Like uh, I, I talked before about well, learning that, learning about Lamb of God and um, uh, Mastodon from being on the musicians pages, mm-hmm. looking for people and their influences. Corn is another one who's a huge influence on like I wouldn't say Gen X, but like probably Gen Y. Well, I, th- I think a lot of younger bands too. I mean, I, I don't know the genealogy of a lot of the heavy metal music you guys were playing a couple weeks ago, but uh, to me, a quarter to a third of those songs sounded like Corn. Yeah, but maybe that's just my un- uh, indiscerning palate. Yeah, so I mean, undiscerning, no, non-discerning. Corn's <laughs> you know what I'm getting. Corn's different though. Corn's different than metal. I know they're new metal. It was it was you know a it form. Is? It was okay. And you new metal. No, it was yeah. a form of of, of metal at the, that at the late '90s was super popular. It's just like build up to an explosion, right? Kind of yeah. sound. Yeah. And when you say super popular, you're yeah. underselling it. I mean, we're yeah. talking like billboard like these were yeah. like number one pop hits yeah. which well, is Nook, insane nookie yeah. was a no, had to have been a number it one was and it yeah. wasn't the only one i think corn yeah. freak on a leash i think was probably a number yeah. one billboard hit as well yeah yeah these were big songs i mean they were popular like it's crazy like i don't really like that music that much but it's rock and like there's it guitars is. and it was actually popular in like pop environment and like you don't see that anymore you yeah. know it's kind of like the when the growl singing 
kind of exploded. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, like when I think of metal, like real metal, I think of fast guitars, yeah. almost like math rock, you know, like uh, the Maidens like and the Metallicas and Panteras. Anthony kind of chanting and rage and similar. Yeah. But I no, think like fast guitars. Swedish death stuff. metal. But when I, when, I, when I hear corn, I think of that. It's like you said, it's more like emotional, loud, yeah. yelling, roaring. Very well produced, sounds great yeah. on the record, like it's recorded well. I mean, and I, 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 don't, I don't know what the deal is, but their bass player had a very uh, distinctive style. Like maybe it was the way it was recorded or the effects put on the bass, but you could always tell it was a corn song without hearing Jonathan singing just from, I think, from the bass. Like you hear that, that like yeah, I can't yeah. really put my finger on it, but maybe you need the thumb. Yeah, I got to check it out. I, I was never a corn fan, but uh, it was cool to see the respect. I, I, I would imagine yeah. that you'd probably like corn to no, an extent. Not right? really. I don't know. I don't like the growl, the growl yelling. Yeah, I, yeah. I get that. But I'm sure there probably have more songs not like that than, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't I really to, know much of them. I don't know why I'm it. pushing them on you. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I mean, if I can find some songs. I, I love the music. I just, the singing kills it. You need the instrumental album. And I like that lead singer. He's such a cool dude. Yeah, my wife says the same thing about Rush. Like, the music's cool, (laughs) but that fucking singer. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I would say the same thing about Rush. (laughs) Uh, But I love Rush anyways. Uh, All right, so we talked about everybody, didn't we? Let's jump into some Def Leppard. Thank you. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Harmonic Headspace, the icing to the cake that is your weekend. Prosty, a uh, quick check on the phone lines. Do we have any open lines? Uh, the lines are jammed, and I can't get I, I can't get it open. It, it won't pot up? All right, listen. Well, There's too many people. We may have to clear the lines, everybody. But if you want to call us, 617-829-9283. And if you're shy and you want to text, 617-764-9283. All right. Uh, we just heard uh, some elemental songs. We're doing songs related to the elements tonight. We heard Def Leppard's White Lightning. White Lightning being the occurrence of uh, pressure, heat, and... Um, Electricity. Yeah, some... And, uh, Energy. And as we all know, it always um, is preceded by... Wolf, A one-armed drummer? Thunder. Wolf howling. <laughs> Thunder. That was what I was going for there. We also heard uh, Ween waving my dick in the air. Wind. Sorry. In the wind. 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 Also being caused by heat and, and cool, low-pressure areas. It's the dichotomy. Yes. Um, it's the dichotomy. <laughs> the dichotomy. We also heard traffic, traffic color, um, colored rain. So uh, let's talk about Def Leppard for a minute. Yeah. So that's, I, pick, I picked that song. White Lightning is a song off Adrenalize which was the follow-up album to Hysteria. Now, Def Leppard, you know, they release Hysteria, it doesn't do well at first, and then they release Pour Some Sugar on Me and the world realizes, wow, uh, they've just recorded this amazing album and they've, they have a ton of popularity, they tore the hell out of that thing, yeah. right? And they don't get around to recording their next album. I wanna say 
Adrenalize came out in 93, 94, something like that. Well, I mean, they had a pretty significant personnel change there, which yeah, usually takes an extra year or two. Yeah, and I, I, I'm pretty sure, I, don't want, I didn't look this up, but I'm pretty sure Steve Clark has a, a writing credit on this song. I, I, so, yeah, I thought so. I think he mentioned and, that to me before. Yeah, and, and so this album was recorded with Steve Clark. They actually played at a MTV thing with Steve Clark. They did Tear It Down, which was the big single off the... That's right. I remember that. And, and it, the, this album was about to drop and Steve Clark died. Adrenalize and, was uh, released in 92. 92, okay. And I remember the album yeah. cover was that ball of lightning, that white ball of lightning, yeah. right? Yeah. So White Lightning to me is like the last Steve Clark, you know, Def Leppard kind of, you know, not, not that this song is great or was, was popular. It just, I like the riff in the beginning and it just reminds me of Steve Clark. So and, Steve and Clark has uh, writing credits on um, Heaven Is, on Make Love a Man, on Tonight, on Stand Up. On I Want to Touch You and Tear It Down. A fantastic song, I Want to Touch You. No, uh. Yeah, so, so, so just like the seven songs he had credited on from the previous album, which I uh, made a ton of money on, yeah. you've heard of one of those songs. I know. Tear It Down. I know. But, but uh, you know, Steve Clark was the... No, Let's Get Rocked. He, he was the riff. Oh, but yeah, actually. He was the riff guy on, 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 in the he band. Was, yeah. and, and, and something... Uh, died inside them when he did he was, he they was, haven't been back since right? yeah i mean he was like the izzy of that band like the you know yeah. the, the the shambling riff guy who just puts these great songs together yeah. i do like i do like that def leppard they continued on they're they're, they're still touring today which we're going to get to in a second but they they replaced him with a guy and it's the same guy who's still with them touring vivian um, campbell vivian, yeah. yeah so you know they 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 remain as much a family as the yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not they, they haven't had revolving doors at any of their uh, no. any of their positions. I mean, you, you right. had, you know, Phil came in after uh, was it Pete was, was Pete Willis Pete yeah. Willis yeah Couldn't he hack left. It. That was really about it though. I mean, you're talking yeah. about the rest of the band. Dude, they, their commitment you know. to the to their lineup is yeah. so strong. Their drummer lost an arm. Yeah, and they kept him. Yeah, yeah. They they tried <laughs> to kill him, Rick Allen, and they couldn't do it, and no. he's still there. Yeah. So, but uh, Proce, you you recently saw them live, right? I did. Uh, two weeks ago, I saw the. Uh, I wish there was a name. Like they used to have like Monsters of Rock. No, it's called like the Stadium Tour, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's uh, is that that was the name of it. That's really? what they were calling the Stadium Tour, I oh, believe. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize. Okay, yeah, that's right. So it was Molly Crew, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett of the Blackhearts in that opposite order, right? Yeah. So um, I'll start at the top with Motley Crew. Uh, first time I've ever seen Motley Crue, and it's a bucket list thing. I'm so glad I saw them. I love Motley Crue. You just wish you saw them in 87, right? I just wish I saw them in 87. Same here. Because <laughs> they were not good. They, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, and the reason they weren't good was because Vince Neil could not finish a sentence. He got out of breath after he started, like... He hasn't, you know, prepared his body for touring. No. Uh, or... Yeah, you know, he's just uh, unfortunately the guy they have to send up there to. Yeah, he was he was out of breath, out of tune, out of sync, and it uh, it was disappointing. Um, it was I, I loved hearing the band play. I love the band. I love the songs, but yeah. it was kind of disappointing. Well, and and I don't think that's anything new for this tour either. Like that's been a, a theme for you know Vince Neil and performing for probably the past twenty years, yeah. if not longer. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine it's getting any better necessarily, no. but maybe technology is coming up with ways of making it seem a little less 
painful. That uh, sounds yeah. like they didn't quite hit the mark no, for you guys. So how so how was Def Leppard? So Def Leppard, as you know, and you've been with me, um, yeah. seen Def Leppard every time they've come around for years. I saw them like for pre-pandemic. Like whenever yeah. that last tour was yeah. when they were with journey, I, I saw yes, them then. That was great. Yeah. Great. So Def Leppard is a great live band. Yeah. They are always great. They were great this time, but the pros for me, they were just the same great as they always were. Yeah. You know, you go because you want to hear them rock. They play the songs exactly like they're on the albums mm-hmm. and they sound great and uh, lots of energy, but it, I've seen them so many times it's it was the same show and i i don't know if why this time i was like man they, they were great but yeah i i feel like i didn't uh, well it didn't sounds like you enjoyed anything. it just just maybe didn't nothing new happened yeah, i guess you know because yeah. you'd seen them before how was yeah. poison all right so i love telling this like this right yeah. of all the people of all the entertainers in the entire show <laughs> Brett Michaels is the best entertainer. Yeah, in I'm not surprised whole by group. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you want Joe Elliott, but he's just not charismatic. No, he's, he's not. not. He's not the same kind of frontman. I mean, Brett's yeah. a, Brett's a TV star. Like he, yeah. he 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 held down multiple TV shows, yeah. like reality shows, where he was being himself and obviously yeah. doing a good job. Yeah, he, he is obviously a very nice guy. Right. Uh, and on stage, I've seen Poison a bunch of times too, and it's the same thing on stage. He comes out and he makes you feel like he's your buddy, kind of like Dave Grohl. He makes you feel like you're talk. He's talking directly to you, and yeah. he loves you. Brett Michaels that's loves you. somebody me. who appreciates his fans. Yeah, that's, he that's was what singing. I get out he of was that. singing to uh, uh-huh. every rose. Yeah, that rose being your heart. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, Brett Michaels is the best entertainer in that whole group, and the best guitarist in that whole group is absolutely CC Deville. I was shocked by this. I, I would have yeah. gone Phil Collins. If I'm I, drafting, my my first round draft pick is Phil Collins. I'm not shocked. I I would have potentially leaned more towards Mick Mars because he needs to do more, being the only guitarist in that yeah, but band. He's and, so old and he's got medical which is problems. why it's even that's more impressive to hear him playing. No, he's he's, he's got he's, he's got help. Worn. There's some technology torn. behind what you hear. Probably. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. got CC Deville's hand playing yeah. guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess CC technically is the only guitarist in that band too. I mean, Brett doesn't play guitar a lot of the time, no. right? He plays acoustic once in a while for yeah. certain songs, but yeah. most of the time he's out there like you know, strutting around. Yeah, CC's the man. And every time I've seen Poison, he has his thing where he goes out in the middle and fucking rips this crazy ass solo, and he'll bring in some. Like maybe he'll do Eruption today and maybe he'll do some Metallica song next yeah. week. And, um, but, and then his own solo and, and Brett, you can see the band in back just like shaking their head. Like, Oh my God, this fucking guy, he's like <laughs> three foot eight and with these two foot heels on and he's running around the stage. But he really, in my mind, well, the best cool. guitar. He used to be all of five feet re- tall back when he had the big hair in the 80s. Yeah, right, right. It's a good review for Poison. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it is. Thumbs uh, up for them. And then back to Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, they were the most real rockers there. You know, I like, mean, I think you knew that just from looking at the four names next to each other on a piece of paper. They're the, the smallest in terms of popularity, but in terms of authentic mm. Rock and roll. I yeah. think it's going to be Joan Jett. She was. She's a badass. She really is a badass. She great guitar player, great singer. The band just like re- revolves around her, and uh, cool. it was really. I was. I was very pleased uh, that we got in early and got to see them, because they were probably one of the better, 
better experiences of that whole night. That's yeah. awesome. I'm glad you saw it too, because I would have made sure if I was going and I wanted to go, it just didn't work out timing wise. I think that we're on vacation. I would have definitely pushed to go in to see Joan Jet. I, yeah. I would I would have been irritated if I missed Joan Jet yet had to sit through all of that leopard. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I know because she's from the seventies and you hate all eighties. Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. No, but uh, it was it was a good show. So, all right, before Def Leppard, we heard Ween waving my dick in the wind. Yeah, we don't need to say much more about that, except uh, Ween is coming to Massachusetts uh, at the end of October, and I'll be seeing them for the first time. I'm excited. Uh, They just recently did a show uh, in uh, South Park, uh, 25th anniversary concert. It was them and Primus uh, played two nights at uh, Red Rocks with the creators of South Park and an orchestra and all sorts of crazy stuff. It was a ton of fun. It's actually streaming on paramount plus right now if anybody oh, cool. has an opportunity to, to stream if they have one of those streaming services <laughs> yeah uh that's awesome uh all right and before that we heard i'm sorry after that after we I heard, heard uh, traffic yeah i think we've talked about traffic plenty of times on the show Steve, yeah. stevie winwood this is a 60s traffic tune i've always liked it it's got a nice organ swirly psychedelic feel yeah they spelled color colored wrong though well it was it was a british rain British colored rain. It rains in Britain? Yeah. It rains in Once in a while. Okay. It's fancy. It's fancy rain. Lithium mix six.
Some people say not to worry 
Right. Here we are. The air is cooling, hopefully soon. It is mid, getting late August. Autumn is upon us. It is getting there. I'm, I'm wishing away the 80-degree weather for this week coming up, gentlemen. But. No, we need we need a good 90-degree day on Saturday. Uh, Y'all need to be in the pool at night. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. We got a pig roast coming up yeah, here. Yeah, so. baby. Um, but we had three songs here we just played, and we started off with Nirvana's Lithium. It was a little, a, a, a different cut, which I liked. I liked yeah. having a little, a little extra, a demo. little demo. An actual element. And an actual element. Uh, do you know the, uh, the code? What's, what's, what's it called? Periodic table the symbol? T- yes, the periodic timble. Timble. Peri- we can call it that. <laughs> the periodic table symbol. Yeah, I, I think it's Li. It's Li. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's been All right. a while. Well, what's the atomic weight? Are we, are we going there? I mean, what? I mean, it, hey, I didn't pick this one, so everybody knows it's one point three seven. It's like a trick question. I don't know what you're saying. No, clearly it wasn't a trick question. Uh, so that was lithium by Nirvana, a great element. Uh, we followed that up with the Talking Heads with air, uh, one of the definitions of the earthly elements yeah that was one of the one of the only ones in here that is just the actual name of one of the basic elements i think it might be i think it might be at least so far but none of this is possible without the last song we played shining star because as we know stars are the basis for the universe in that all matter yeah in this universe is created by stars exploding this is what feeds mm-hmm. our universe and what creates we're made of stars we are Dude, made of is, stars this is sounding like a uh, flaming lip song what's going on here hey, do you watch uh, how the universe works all the time oh what a fucking all the time yeah, i mean <laughs> that's like my favorite show it, it it it's easy to get lost in how far these things are from us yeah it, it's really hard to re- to relate to it right yeah. it's so it's it it really takes a lot of uh I try so hard to relate Explaining. to it, I, I fall asleep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, let, let's not forget Shining Star, while, as you said, uh, mm-hmm. is our shining star in our solar system is the sun. Correct. Which, uh, you know, which is just pretty one of elemental. many stars. One of many. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget that the band that actually wrote and recorded that song is Earth, Wind, and Fire, which picks up three of the four yes. earthly elements yeah. in one fell swoop. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, and Verdine White is probably the best bass player in this entire thing funky M- minus like less claypool yeah you know less he's kind of in a category of his own so he's a first yeah. round draft pick you're, you're saying uh verdine white yeah. is known in the bass community as mm-hmm. one of the greatest and earth wind and fire really i mean you don't think of them as like a great musician anything you think of them as great funky music dance to it, you know but Verdine White is friggin' Yeah, their stuff's phenomenal. well put together, though. When I, I was mean, learning how to play bass, yeah. I bought a VHS from Verdine White. He's nice. the only one I've ever bought. Actually. Did you buy that baseball video with Fred McGriff from, <laughs> from the 80s? No. What was that called? That, uh, fuck, I remember I that one. I forget. Oh, yeah, that I super I had square it. hat on pointing at the camera. <laughs> you make you a better fielder. Nice. <laughs> that's funny. I remember the scene in the, the commercial. <laughs> that was amazing. Nice. 
Uh, all right. Do we go through all these? We want to talk Yeah, let's get more? some tunes. All right. Here's one for you, Rico Suave.
I'm gonna get some water. What you call your water? This is your H2O, my friend. I don't mind telling you from the scientific community. Look at that, huh? Shit just drops and drips. Water says, who cares? Drink me, I don't give a shit. Put me on your ass, I don't care. <laughs> water says, leave me alone, I'm in the lake. Get oil away from my water place. Some ice, ice is water. Some water hasn't been water in a long time. It's ice in the North Pole. Long time, no water. Ice, what are you, I'm ice, I was water. I'm hoping to be water again. After the ice age, ah. What about ice? You could be two kinds of ice. You could be ice made in the machine in the Holiday Inn. Yeah. Or you could be a hunk of ice that comes across a mail pouch sign in Minnesota in January 21. Sometimes I just say shit I never heard before, man.
A pinball and a shiny black steel jackhammer been chipping up rocks for the great highway. I live five years if I take my time.
Oh, uh, yeah. Grateful Dead. I will never, ever turn off the Grateful Dead unless I, unless I die. <laughs> you know, like, the Grateful Dead and is in we'll my soul. And then we'll play that at your funeral. So. They, were, they are so in my soul, and I didn't even love them until I met you guys. Like, I didn't like them in high school. Me neither. It, really? No. Yeah. I, I was a Metallica Rush. Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith. Uh, you know, I, I hadn't um, evolved uh, <laughs> yeah. as quite as fast as my uh, counterpart here. Astro. It's hard when you evolve that fast because you can't control things. So, like, <laughs> I, I literally listened to only The Grateful Dead for, I think, 18 months. Yeah. Um, because you don't have that, 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 that throttle that control so well, i also yeah. love metallica so and rush much. and all these other bands but literally like as when you get indoctrinated into the grateful dead sphere you can't take in enough yeah yeah and and, and you had to own it yes physically and if you wanted to listen to it at the time you're describing this is the 90s and we don't have just well outside Siri play song it doesn't exist we had the grateful dead hour with david gans every saturday i think at 10 p.m and we were always in a car or somewhere with a radio for that so that was the yeah. one time where you could hear like like live bootleg dead stuff like crisp pristine quality recordings that you just didn't have access to otherwise and it was awesome I'm, it was just great i just started watching a grateful dead documentary that came out i think in 2017 or 2019 pretty pretty recent uh and it's awesome to hear them talk about like uh christman the drummer was he yeah i'm actually reading his biography right now it's yeah. pretty awesome so uh they, w someone was talking about how they just couldn't understand a word he said when he was young, he'd be like, hey, what the fuck is this guy talking? I don't understand the word. It was like uh, Brad Pitt and Snatch. They were just like, did you understand a word he said? I don't know. Well, but there's, a, there's a line in Easy Wind that says that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that, so uh, and they were like, I, I, just, I, I couldn't understand him, but it was great to play with him. And how they're talking about how Jerry was like the dad and he was like the most evolved musician out of all of them. And I think you're talking about the, the prime one. Right. Uh, yeah. Long it's Strange Trip. Yeah. yeah. There's like six episodes. It is incredible. Yeah. It's great. So, and it's funny, like I, I was saying that I, I love the dead and they're part of my soul. Um, uh, you talk to a lot of metalheads and they don't like the dead, but I think I don't Understandable. know they've ever, uh, either they're not a musician and they just like listening to that hard, fast metal and, and dead just doesn't fit in there. Or, uh, I can't imagine being a musician and not having a huge amount of respect for the dead. I mean, the thing I would say to that is like, if you're a musician, you don't necessarily like improvisational music or I wouldn't even want to say progressive because there's a lot of progressive metal bands. Your style is to be precise about what you're playing. And I could see a musician who has that non-improvisational mindset of memorizing fast difficult changes mm -hmm. uh, as seeing the dead as kind of sloppy and not understanding why people love them so much i can see totally. it, the perspective yeah. of, I, I think it's, i wouldn't call them sloppy though they're, well they're pretty precise but well <sighs> they're they're um intentionally imprecise if that makes any sense yeah. the grateful dead yeah. is like willing to right. go with mistakes or changes that not every band member wants to do at this time like you <laughs> yeah. hear people saying we pulled jerry into you know smokestack lightning tonight he didn't want to do it but we pulled him in you know yeah, like, right. you know yeah. it, it, you hear you, you've heard people the, the, those kind of those kind of things 
Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, a fun fact. Uh, we were just talking about the difference between heavy metal and the Grateful Dead. Did you know uh, Touch a Great Video debuted on Headbangers Ball? Did I did really? not know that. <laughs> oh, my God. I did crazy. not know that, and that is in fucking insane. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's true. All right, so before the Grateful Dead, we heard Grant Green Windjammer. That was fucking cool, man. Yes, that was. Grant, Green, Grant Green's a, a, a straight-up jazz guitar guy, and, and he, but he did do this album. Uh, I don't know much about the album. It's called Blue Breakbeats. I don't know if it's a compilation or if it's just an album he did, uh, but it's just more funky, um, you know, jumpier numbers and Windjammer is one of those it's a great album it's one of those I just press play till it's over like that really it's, it's a great album uh, nice. all, to, all together I get that um, so we heard Easy Wind we heard Windjammer Wind is definitely the element we've gone for the I, most I think, tonight, yeah, I think so well this yeah. is the only uh, the only segment that there have been two of the same elements in oh, oh. every single other segment and uh, every segment after this there are no two of the same well, how about us for diversity? Seriously. Yeah. And we heard, we heard a little George Carlin in the middle there. That was great. That was awesome. He was talking about water, which is, uh, you know, very important to us all. But the most um, important element of them all. Yeah. I mean, one could say. Um, and then uh, the other song was from Dawkin, uh, Running Like a Flame. Do you want to defend Burning this? Burning Like do a you Flame, want, baby. Do you want to defend this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I put this on. <laughs> And I turned up the volume. I put on my headphones and I started singing at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and Astro and Storzy took their headphones off and started talking about fantasy football. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like this guy's you guys. this guy's seven years old. Uh, what what are we I, listening to right here? I'm like banging my head over here, singing at the top of my lungs. I love Dawkins, as you both know. And and Astro's like, who's this winger? And I'm like, <laughs> I thought it was Brittany you. Fox. Yeah, that's just right. He's like Brittany Fox. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you guys, man. <laughs> I love Dawkin. Uh, I mean, that band is a legit band. They're they're probably I don't want to say they're underrated '80s band because they do get a lot of props. But for me, Dawkin is. One I, of I the call it guilty pleasure for you, even though you probably yeah. disagree. Yeah, that's I, fine. Everyone always said like the care. guy in Dawkins the best guitar player. Like I, I, mean, I do, cool, I do, but, uh, I do know uh, of George him Lynch. as George. Like I know George Lynch. Like he's one yeah. of the name guitarist yeah. players yeah, yeah. from that era. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I I used to listen. I had Britney Fox Girls School on tape. Like I had all this stuff, I and mean, they, you kind of just evolve out of it, rather, like in your mid-teens. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Slaughter or Dawkins? Choose one. Oh my God, Dawkins! They, they have multiple <laughs> albums. Like, uh, if you talk about all those Britney Fox, and I don't care, like Winger, Dawkins Bull, has multiple big albums. What, did they, they have were, a song bigger than "Up All Night, Sleep All Day"? They didn't. What's that? That was a big hit by Slaughter. <laughs> Uh, Dream Warriors was pretty big, but not as big as Up All Night. I'm, tro- all I'm, tro- I'm trolling Dawkins. I'm like a Twitter guy. Right? I'm just, I, I, yeah. Alone again. Oh, my God. Hey, it's not love. Yeah, none of that shit goes to my head right now. Uh, not like I Up know, All Night. I know. You took your headphones off, and I get it. <laughs> it maybe it is guilty pleasure. But it's funny. He's I, like, I, the stores are, he's like, you got to listen to this guitar. Stores are like, no, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. All right. Sorry, brother. All right. So uh, I've been ruled out of docking, but I still love them. And that's fine.
I like to hear some funky Dixieland pretty mama come and take me by the hand. A lot of hand take me by the hand, pretty mama come and dance with your daddy all night long. I like to hear some funky Dixieland pretty mama come and take me by the hand. A lot of hand take me by the hand, pretty mama come and dance with your daddy all night long. I like to hear some funky Dixieland pretty mama come and take me by the hand.
go that's jack prost band get to high ground it's written on here if you're listening live get to higher ground but that's a typo uh it's get to high ground uh yep that's my band uh that's one of my favorite songs of all time but i'm completely biased because i wrote it myself it came from my soul so of course i have to like it i think you should name it higher ground instead of high ground no get to high ground sometimes the mistakes happen that way for a reason (laughs) let me tell you about that song Get to high ground, so yeah, the ground, uh, the name of the song, Earth, but the the song is actually about water. It's about uh, the uh, the chorus is get to high ground or else we drown. Mm-hmm. Uh, water. Yes. It's water all about can water. drown you. Water. So when I wrote that song, um, I was watching a debate, a um, democratic debate, with um what's that guy's name the asian guy who was running um god, oh god. i can't remember his name yang gang baby. yes 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 andrew yang andrew yang yeah and um he blew me away by his um uh but what he said he they were talking he was about articulate kind of, uh, yes, shocking for uh, a politician he was, he was awesome uh still love him and uh he was talking the the it was talking about climate change which you guys know i'm a this is my thing is climate change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's and everyone is like doing the politically correct. Yeah. You know, if we make some changes and we could probably, but we have to make them quick. Make cap and trade. We, we have to yeah. do it more soon. Bike lanes. Yeah. If we, if we can do it soon, then we could probably reverse the thing. And he stood up and he didn't say it like this, but he was like, you guys are all fucking idiots. He's like, it's too late. It's too late. It was too late. You guys have been ago. saying if we do it quickly, for 20 years. Everyone's yeah. been saying the same fucking thing. He's like, it's too fucking late. He's like, we cannot change. We cannot make small changes starting now or next year and reverse the course. He's like, we need to start talking about how can we get to high ground? And there it blew go. me away. Inspiration. It blew me away. And I was like, I love you. And I grabbed a pen and, and I just yep. wrote a song about exactly what he's saying. Everyone has to fucking wake the fuck up because yeah. it's too late and we have to we we missed our chance. I mean, no no under I completely understand why he lost the primary. He's way too honest. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he started a new party uh for moderates. Yeah, it should work out. Yeah. Yeah, it always works nice. out. Nice. All right. So, uh that's that's it about Jack Prosman. Uh before that we heard Doobie Brothers Blackwater first time ever played on the station. Doesn't believe that. Do, You're I, welcome. I don't, I'm not sure I actually believe it, but I understand the mechanics behind how you figured it out, so I believe you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I dragged <laughs> We the work song. with the data we have, Rich. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, love that song. I, I've been listening to the Doobie Brothers since I was like two. My dad's, one of his favorite bands was the Doobie Brothers, and it's one of the albums we had in the house. So when I was two playing with Legos in my friggin' on the carpet while my parents were cooking and dancing and probably smoking a little weed. I was sitting there with the headphones listening to the Doobie Brothers and Old Black, Black Water. Water is one of the songs I remember from my childhood. That's a good tune. I right like on. that one. Yeah, it's a good one. 
And we started off with radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Well, radioact- there are radioactive elements. Um, yeah. Plutonium, all the other ones. You know, uh, no. So we played Imagine Dragons. So I was at an Imagine Dragons concert last night. Nice. Um, so How'd me, you get away? So I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about my experience there. So my intention, uh, intentions, my expectations going in. Uh, look, I I am aware of Imagine Dragons. I've I've been listening to them for the past couple of years. My wife likes them. The kids like like their music. Um, and so I went to this concert like, okay, are these guys an actual band? Like, are they, are they really good on stage or not? Is right, it, is or is it, it like is it pre-programmed? Because right. their albums to me sound like kind of produced. And, you know, and that's not a criticism. It's just like, can they replicate this on stage? How good of musicians are they? Um, and that's what I was going, that's what I wanted to know. Because I already knew I was going to like their hit songs. Uh, they, they have, I don't know, like five or six really recognizable hit songs yeah. that are really great. And I, yeah. I like them a lot. And um, anyway, my, my take on them is, and I did not know this, but they talk a lot at the show. So you learn a lot about the band because the lead singer talks a lot. Uh, I didn't know that the other three musicians. So first of all, Imagine Dragons is the singer, bass, guitar, drums. That's it. Mm-hmm. Four yeah. guys. And one guy doesn't play an instrument. He just sings. Yeah. And he does, a and really he does good all job. the songwriter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely his point of view. And he lets yep. you know that you know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, but... Um, you know, the three guys in the band all went to Berkeley. I didn't know that. Oh, did, nice. did you know that until I just no. told nope. They all went to Berkeley and it was literally like a couple blocks that way from where the show was, you know, and they yeah. talked a little about, but they, 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 they went to the school, they did a whole event thing there. Um, so I didn't know that. So they, so they're all, they're Berkeley guys. They, so, the, the, so Berkeley school of music. Yeah. Yeah, not California Berkeley. No, no, no. Yeah. Berkeley School of Music. Remember, there's in people Boston. from all yes. over the world listening right now. Yeah, and, and the lead singer was saying how he wanted to go, and he asked his parents, and they said, it's too expensive, it's too far, you can't go. So he went to BYU. Uh, anyway, um, the, uh, just to round out the, the sound, so the, they had one guy playing keys on stage. Which a lot of bands do. If, you know, yeah, yeah. Black if, Sabbath did. Yeah, if, you have, if, you, if on the album one of your band members plays keys, but mm-hmm. then you have to tour, you need a keyboard guy, right? So... That, that's all they had. And their sound was amazing. I did not detect any kind of shenanigans with like, uh, you know, tracks and stuff like that. Um, obviously, some of the effects or uh, recorded yeah, sounds that are in songs, right. that's, that's they're, not, they're triggering that somehow. Yeah, that's, I don't that's, know. that's standard. But, yeah. but in, in terms of their sound, they delivered their sound. They were amazing musicians on stage. I have to give them credit. Uh, they really know how to connect with their fans. Um, and uh, just dr- sort of draw you in. So, you know, they were in shape. They were jumping around the stage. <laughs> they had a whole thing. Like they, they are very, what came across to me is they're very, very much pros. Like yeah. they're going to put on a great show um, and give, give you their all for the mm-hmm. time that they're on stage. I will say this. They didn't do an encore. And really? the show was over at like 1030. What? Like ten thirty, and here I would have thought being as it, committed to their craft as you were saying. I know. That, yeah. I was surprised. In. I was. I was like, wait, like this is kind of early. I mean, yeah, that's weird. You know, they by then they had exhausted all their hit songs, so there wasn't a song you're waiting for in the encore that they didn't do. They didn't do that to us, but like, um, yeah, you kind, of, you know, in your mind you're ticking off the hits. Okay, they did yeah. Thunder. Okay, we Demons. Yep. Okay, that's done. And uh, 
they, they didn't have one left, but I was like, maybe they'll just do a cover or something. They actually covered Bob Marley last night. They did Three Little Birds. Nice. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, anyway. That's, that, funny, but that's funny about the, the encore, though, because yeah. fans expect it. Totally. And all you need to do as an artist is, like, go take a piss before listen, the last song. Yeah, or just listen, come out and just play was, Smoke on the Water I, or something. Like, I, blow their I feel bad. I feel all you bad. have to do is stop for this a little is, bit. This is a criticism of a, sh- of a night that I had a great time, and they were fantastic and, and just brought it all night. But, yeah, at 1030, the lights go on. And you're like, okay, when the lights go on, it's over. It's over. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm like, it's 1030. What that? If it was 11, you'd be like, okay, 11. Remember, remember how, like, Greatwoods just, just shut yeah. down at 11? That was the, the magic number. Yeah. Um, I remember, anyway. I remember them shutting down lights in the middle of songs at yeah, yeah. Great Woods. I can't remember. I, was, I, I can't remember what bands they were, but I remember just being like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, so I, I, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Imagine Dragons can really bring it live. I like watching bands who are just really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time I, I, I got uh, free tickets to Bruce Springsteen. I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, I went, and because I, I was just like, I expected... At that show, I went in expecting them to be actually awesome. Yeah. And they were. Like, really? Bring, well, no, just, just I still don't like the songs, but I'm yeah. like watching Bruce do it and his band, and they were, they were great. I mean, yeah. they, they were just, the fans were super into it, and they delivered all the hits that they wanted to hear. And I, I hear that they mix up their set lists and stuff, which is something I am, I am sure Imagine Dragons does not do. It's the same show every they time. Can. You need a Most lot of material can. to be yeah. able to mix up. Yeah, and that's not, that's not a flaw because it's very much a show. I mean, it, it, like it, it is a it's a show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. That's my review.
Yeah, there's some Rage Against Machine for you and me. And me. Yeah. Is that song off the first album or Evil it's, No, it's up to third. Third album. Third? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yep. Uh, it's, I hadn't uh, heard that one in a while. I was, I was just LA. doing a mental gymnastics trying R- to place it. Rage was awesome, but you have to say... They did not evolve at all. Like they were doing no. the same stuff all three albums, and it was awesome for all three albums. But it's almost like they got they understood before the public did that they didn't have anything else along that line, and they just split up. Because I mean, they're raging against Bill Clinton's machine, and then George Bush <laughs> takes over, yeah, and they're no, like, they, "Yeah, we're good with this." Yeah, uh, the public does tune out, you know, when you have the same message over and over again. It's like, okay, this again. Yeah. Right, but I mean, I guess my point is, you know, the battle Battle of L.A. was just as big of a hit as Evil Empire. I mean, it, they, they, no, it was it wasn't. big. It wasn't. You don't think so? No, they they had three hits off of that, and there were like yeah, five, down, six hits off of Down uh, Rodeo. I mean, yeah. Evil Empire. Down Rodeo. No, that, that's that's off the first awesome. one. Yeah. No, it's not. That's uh, that's off Evil Empire. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Uh, yeah, okay. that's awesome. The first two albums were absolutely fucking phenomenal the whole way through. Yeah, the third the, one was. Pretty good. If we're talking A plus A, the third one's probably a B plus. Realistically, it's not that bad. I mean, there's good songs there on nothing, there. Testifies on there. Like it's nothing a good, it's a good like their their debut album. There was nothing like it in the market at the time. Oh my god! And no, it was just that was it music was industry. Sing, it was a singularity. Well, you'd say the same thing about yes. New Empire, except for the self titled album was already out. So there was something like, okay, I've heard something like this. It was the first album. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, no one else did what they did even close to as good and as hard as they did, or as popular. Let's be realistic. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of bands and did with it, a, but with a, a hit song that has swears in the freaking chorus. Yeah, fuck you, I mean, I do I what mean, you tell me. You know, that was still on the radio. It was that good. Well, they just I mean, blurted it out. You, you, know? look, you look back and like, I, I don't even remember which songs off that album were actually singles because I Bomb just, track. the, yeah, the entire album is just like yeah. every song is like, all right, this is from Rage yes, you know, from the I first totally album. Agree. Like, I don't know which songs were singles. I, I would say both first albums. Like, I know every single song and love every song. So like, I, yeah, that was, that was one of those. I didn't, I didn't hear it on the radio, so I don't have over, any album. concept of singles. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah absolutely. But um, what did we just play? Uh, Pearl Jam. <laughs> we we played Pearl Jam. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Let's start with that. Let's start with Oceans. So uh, I'm glad we played that because you know Pearl Jam comes up a lot, obviously because they should. They're one of the greatest bands of all time. Uh, but the song Oceans, uh, I we've never played that song. We've had never had a reason to play that song. But it's a really good song off their first album. It's a deep cut. I mean, as deep as any cuts can get on 10. It's, sure. really, it's really <laughs> selfish of us to talk about oceans, though, because we just happen to be living on a planet that has them <laughs> and has created life for, yes. for us to live in and have a show like this. And I don't but know a lot of planets planet. out there, they yeah. don't have oceans. I don't no. know of any other planet that has um, an ocean. No. Do you? No, nothing like ours. Doesn't. Uh, uh, oh, wait. Uh, my bad. Um, Titan, Titan, I the mean, moon, look, but it's an ocean of methane. It's cool, but do they have the NFL? No, they Euro- don't. Europa so is, we win. Europa is mm-hmm. an it's in one ocean. The whole damn whole damn uh, moon is an ocean of water. Yeah, no, it's not water. Mm-hmm. It can't be. Mm-hmm. Really, it's definitely life. Then it's not the we same. Go there. I know. What are you doing next week? We're not allowed to go there. Ah, Arthur C. Clarke said we can't go there. Uh, all, all these moons are yours to explore, except Europa. Attempt, uh, no landings there. <laughs> All right, after Oceans, we played I Like Dirt by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Tell me something about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Astro. They are coming 
They are on tour. They are going to be playing Fenway Park July 10th. I had tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld right down the street in Worcester, and I said, screw you, Seinfeld. I was supposed to see you in April of 2020, damn COVID. And you rescheduled to the same day as uh, the Chili Peppers? Sorry, man. Why do they call it a lampshade? I don't give a fuck. I'm going if to see you want peppers. light, why is it a lamp? Why is it a shade? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I want to know is they just released a another double album, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yes. It's, uh, it's kind of growing on us. And now they're releasing yet another album? Yes, they have another double album coming out what the next fuck? month. Stop. Re- Return to the Dream Canteen. It's super psychedelic album cover and the first single dropped uh yesterday why would they do and it it is so good like i haven't been able to say that about any of the other songs on the first double album they dropped Mm -hmm. unlimited love but this first one uh it's called uh tip of my tongue it's a heater man and the uh the video is really good too you gotta check it out tonight tip of my tongue i mean it's not surprising they would have material both ba- every band has had two years to just not do anything. Well, and also well, they got Frashanti back, and they got Frashanti back. So you have that whole connection and just a pouring out of yeah. If you're, if you're making use of that time, you're writing music, which so. clearly they are. I mean, they yeah. have that four LPs worth of music, yeah, that they're yeah. dropping in one year. It's funny you think of Red Hot Chili Peppers and like way back when you would think of Anthony Kiedis and Flea, you know. But we know that John Frashanti, he's the guy. He's like the man behind the man. Yeah. He like under the bridge is one of the most memorable guitar riffs of all time. That's John Frusciante and so many other things that the Red Hot Chili Peppers have done are the guitar and it's John Frusciante. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not just a guitar; it's his songwriting sensibility, his his uh, mm-hmm. sense of melody, uh, you know, disjointed types yeah. of uh, song the, structures. And he's the third guy in the conversation. You, you've you you guys have seen the. Um, Classic albums, whatever documentary it was, the the, the making of Funky Blitzers. Monks. Oh yeah, Funky Monks. Yes. Funky Monks. Yeah. Well, you know, Kiedis wrote under the bridge, and he, th- this is how they describe it in the show. Like they, they're all sitting around, and he reads them the poem, the lyrics to the song, and then they go off and come up with the actual song. Yeah. Well, after finishing crying, so they yeah, got off exactly. the hand seriously, so and they went Shanti, and recorded it. You know, went out on some balcony and. And took out his guitar and wrote that riff. Yeah, at that you know maybe right then and there. I mean that's just uh, it's. I love those stories about how songs are made because yeah, sometimes they just seem so random. Other times you, you realize there's there's a process. You know. Yeah, yeah. and some so, of them's really really hard yeah. work, and some of them just yeah. just come to you. Yeah, there's um there's every process is completely different. Yeah, and it doesn't matter at the, at the end of the day which one. None of them are right or wrong. Just the stories are fun. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, we, we just heard I Like Dirt. I don't think that one has been played. Well, we've played it, I think. We've played it? Of course we have, man. It's, I Like Dirt. It's awesome. One thing. <laughs> la- last, All these songs are awesome. I know. Last thing I'll say is the, the, the new single uh, has a throwback reference to Funky Monks. Oh, really? By, name checked. So, yeah, oh, check it out. out it's it. good. Nice. nice. So, yeah, as you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers are a huge favorite on the show. So we played a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers, and we are not fucking sorry. No, I'm not sorry, <laughs> and not going to be sorry paying way way too much money to see them in a couple weeks, but it is what it is. After Red Hot Chili Peppers, I Like Dirt, we heard Sleep Now in the Fire by Rage Against the Machine. Who we've already talked about. Uh, yeah. We did, and now we're going to go into some uh, Jimi Hendrix.
In From the Storm by Jimi Hendrix. Let's talk about what we did not play tonight. How about some songs by Jimi Hendrix that we did not play tonight? We did not play The Wind Cries Mary. Yes. Because there's wind. Yes. yes. What else did we not play? Oof. Purple Fi- Rain? No, no that's by, not by, by Jimi. Jimi Hendrix. Fire. We didn't play Fire. Yes. What else? Uh, Castles Made of Sand. 
Yes. What else? Sand. Yes. Sand. Well, sand is, is like dirt, right? <laughs> I it, like it, dirt. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a, driving it's a, rain. What else by Jimi Hendrix? Oh. Waterfall. 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 Good. Good one. I fucking love that song. That's, that's a good one. That's the one I third wanted to play. Third Stone from the Sun is Earth reference. Yeah. Third, third Stone oh. from the Sun's a good one. Yes. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot out there. Yeah. Lots oh. of Jimi Hendrix. So uh, that song was, uh, was part of his archive that uh, he never got to release on an album. That was part of, I don't know, again, a quick internet research could probably figure this out, but something happened in the 90s and all this Jimi Hendrix music came out on the market and that was one of the songs. Yeah. Some kind of a state. Yeah, it had to have been some happened, kind of legal right. battle that ended and, and the rights were transferred and blah, blah, blah. And now, I mean, there were like two or three albums of music that came right. out. Yeah. And, and there was some good There's songs. There's that stages they, box set that has like even, the... Even that song to me sounds unfinished. It just... And it is. It, it is. is actually unfinished. But it's still... I'd rather have dead. unfinished Jimmy than yeah. no Jimmy. Um, it's, too, it's too bad. All right. Let's talk about songs not by Jimi Hendrix. How about some Doors? Oh, uh, light my fire! Light my fire! Light my yes. Well. <laughs> yes, not to touch the earth. Crystal ship that doesn't count. Ship. No, it's well, on it has water. to be on water. So, you know. riders on the storm. Indirect. Yeah, yes. riders on the storm. Nice. That was the one I was Very gonna nice. say. All right, so uh, let's go to more some some more that. Uh, yeah, I'm just. Well, gonna Beatles, start rain. Yeah, yeah rain. Yep. Uh, you know, there's rainy day women by Bob Dylan. Credence, who will stop the rain? Yeah. Can't. Uh, can't stop the rain but king uh, did you already say purple rain by prince yeah purple rain nice have you ever seen the rain uh there you go there you go ccr uh sex on fire oh boy because sex sex is my favorite element Uh, i mean fire is (laughs) fire is fire 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 after sex is usually not a good sign yeah yeah uh grateful dead fire in the city when the first ones played not to mention fire on the mountain fire on the mountain Mm -hmm. that's my favorite yeah uh, anything else that we didn't play? Salt of the Earth by the Rolling Stones didn't uh, play that. There we go. There's so fucking. Right, we, we could go yeah. on forever. Yeah. What salt about? of the Earth is good. I got. I, I have an element and an element. Yeah. Because yeah. sodium, <laughs> sodium is in salt. Exactly. Is there any any songs about potassium? I don't think so. Uh, I'm a potato well, by I mean, uh, by by Devo. Well, there's a song called Vitamin K by Chevelle. See? Uh, and a song that's not an that's element. A vitamin, vitamin, it's a vitamin, vitamin C element. by Big Audio Dynamite. What is it? Vitamin C. Oh, there you go. But just remember, none of this is possible without stars. <laughs> I okay. love it. <laughs> nice. So this is Harmonic Headspace. We hope we have been to the icing, been the icing to the cake. Oof. That has been your weekend. Who's driving him home? Who are? <laughs> and uh, we hope to see y'all next week. Have a nice week.
Just so.